Good morning, good morning. This is Reverend Melcina and Yancey White with Yancey Family Ministries. So glad to be with you another blessed Saturday morning. For this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Why? Because he is a good father. Amen. He is always taking care of us. I want to start with my good morning shout outs, starting with my loving husband, Reverend Johnny White, and good morning to our Olive Grove Church family. Also, good morning to my sponsors, Yancey Family Ministries and Hope of Glory Ministries. And good morning to my honoree sponsors, Brother Larry Downey and his lovely wife, Linda. I have a correction from last Sunday. I told you my husband and I, Pastor White, was celebrating our 33rd anniversary. I stand corrected. It is 32 years. I believe the pandemic put an extra year on there for me working from home. And he and I laughed about that. But again, it's 32 years. And no matter how many years, one year, five years, 20 years, 32 years, to God be the glory. And I'm just grateful. I'm grateful for my husband. I'm grateful for our relationship. And I'm grateful that we finally got to the point that where we trust God in all things. Amen. I have an announcement from my honoree sponsors on this morning. want to remind you that Faith Temple Deliverance Baptist Church Youth Explosion 2021 will be Sunday, June the 27th at 5 p.m. It will be held at the Mary E. Shaw Memorial Center. And the theme is go and do it. I love it. I love it. And you can ask if you have more questions, you can call my honoree sponsor, Brother Larry Downey at 919-482-5630. And of course, the pastor of Faith Temple Deliverance Baptist Church is Reverend Terry Taylor. Again, Reverend Terry Taylor. Taylor. We just thank God. We thank God. The service is open to the public. And if you have nowhere to go on June the 27th at five o'clock, go on down the faith temple. I'm pretty sure you're going to get blessed. You're going to receive from the Lord in that service. I can't imagine them having anything but church and a good time and God be glorified in that service. Amen. I just want to share with you. I told you in June, in the month of June, I really like to dedicate time to talk about marriage in honor of the marriage um, of Reverend White and myself. And I'm just thankful to God for all the things he's done over the years. Um, so I want to give a nugget to you today, something food for thought. And, and then I want to give scripture. I want us to really, really just think about what God is, is, is saying through me through this broadcast this morning. I want to talk about uses a common phrase, actions speak louder than words. Actions speak louder than words. Oh, we know that. Um, you can say you love me, but prove it. Um, you can say you're a good worker, but prove it. You can say you can do this, that, and the other, but prove it. Actions speak louder than words. And, and sort of what I want to talk about is how your time with God in your marriage, I'm talking about marriage this morning, your time with God is way more effective than any words you can have with your spouse. Um, your time with God is way more e effective. Um, you'll see quicker results and long-lasting results and uh, results than any words you can have with your spouse. 
I'm in our marriage, the pastor will always, you know, make comments. I don't say much. We don't argue. Um, we don't go back and forth. It's just not my nature. First of all, I'm non-confrontational. I, I don't like confrontation and his personality is a little bit stronger than mine. And, and that's fine. And, and I had to deal with that in the beginning of our marriage. Um, I took everything he said personally. Um, I always thought he could have framed it and said it better nicer a little bit more friendlier. And he's just blunt. He just says what's on his mind. God has helped him over the years, praise God. But that that was tender to me, that I was sensitive to all the things he was saying. And, 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 and a lot of marriages are like that. So we don't argue because I'm non-confrontational. I get quiet on him. But what God had to do in our marriage, one, he had to work on my husband. Uh, he had to work on him on by how he was saying things. And then he had to work on me to get a little tougher skin, not to take everything personally. And, and I can't talk about my, my husband walk with how God dealt with him on how he was communicating with me and his bluntness, but I can talk about how God had to work on me about how I internalized everything. Non-confrontational people hold everything in. And, and if we're not careful, it turns into depression. Um, it turns into low self-esteem. And that's where I was. That was not my husband's intent, but that's what happened. And of course, the enemy had his hand in my perspective and perception of what my husband was treating me or how he was treating me. I just want to talk about that for a little bit. So your time with God is way more effective than words. I could come back to him. We could go back and forth, but God worked on me. He said, your time with me is the most valuable time of your life, not just your marriage, but in your life, your most valuable time is with Christ. Amen. And we love ourselves. We, 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 we lose ourselves. I should say we love ourselves too, but we lose ourselves without that time with Christ. And that's where my marriage was. I had lost myself, my own identity, and I lost sight of God. Um, and I began to believe something that I was something that I was not. Um, how I saw myself was not how I actually was. And I tell you, the enemy played on that. Um, he would feed me lies about myself, my husband, my 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 marriage, um, my life in general. He was doing all of that. And because I didn't have that time with God, I did not make that time with God. I didn't feel that I needed that. I grew up in the church. I've been in the church all my life life. And as far as I'm concerned, I was born saved, you know, um, but, but, but I didn't, I didn't feel that I need that. I, I thought I could, and I'll be honest, I thought everything I was missing, my husband could feel that. I grew up without a father and I allowed my husband to be that father figure. And I went after him for the validation I missed from a male growing up. Um, your brothers couldn't, my brothers couldn't do that. Um, they had their own lives, but I needed that male validation. And, and, and I thought I got it while we were courting and dating. And I thought I would really have it when we got married, but that was not the case. And I'm not blaming Pastor White because we both was growing in this marriage. Um, 
but I lost sight of myself, who I was, and I lost sight of God, and, and I believed I was something that I was not. I believe I wasn't worthy. I believe I was not, you know, fitting as a wife, fitting as a mom, fitting as a woman. I started to believe all the lives of the enemy, and and I want to go to a scripture as I'm talking about that over in Psalms 27. This is one of my favorites. Oh my God. Psalms 27 in verse eight, it says, this is, this is David talking. He said, Lord, when you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, will I seek? Um, this is David talking. When you said, when the God said to him, seek my face, David is saying, my heart said to you, Lord, your face, Lord, I will seek. Um, we're not seeking God's face. Uh, when I thought about this scripture to tie it in to me talking about marriage, I thought about one of my grandsons. Whenever he sees your hand out, he immediately go to it because he's, he loves to eat. He's thinking you handing him something to eat or you hiding something in your hand that he can eat. So he stares at your hand. He doesn't look at your face. Um, he doesn't really address you eye to eye because he's looking at both of your hands, wondering, is there something in there for him? And, and I thought about it. I said, that's how we are with God. When we approach him, we're constantly looking at him, um, looking at his hands. Um, David experienced that. Yes, he did. In the beginning of this, he talked about that. He In the beginning of Psalms 27, he said, the Lord is, is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. And whom shall I be afraid? And he goes on down, you know, one thing that he desires of the Lord, that he seek after dwelling in the house of the Lord. And all this, in all his life, he's going to, you know, behold the beauty of the Lord. And then he goes there in the secret place of the tabernacle. He shall hide me. D David was talking about you know, how God is his strength, God is his life, and how, you know, God hides him in his provision. He seeks to be in his tabernacle. And then he said, Hear, O Lord, when I cry, my voice, he have mercy also upon me and answer me. And when you said, Seek my face, my heart said to you, Your face, Lord, will I seek. David is experiencing the blessings of God. He was he was experiencing the hand of God, but God replied to him, Seek my face. Because only by seeking his face do we know who we are and we, we come to know our own identity in Christ. And, and that's where God had to sort of get me to. Um, he said, daughter, just because you play and sing, that don't mean you have a relationship with me. Come on, we all know this. Um, just because you sing in the choir and you play your pay your tithes and offering, that don't mean you have a relationship with God. And 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 we and we we don't want to seek His face. Come on, we want our marriage and our life to experience only the hands of God. We want the blessings, but we don't want to seek His face. We don't desire that relationship. Let's just be honest. I, I didn't desire a relationship with Christ. I was married. We were having children. We were traveling. We was in ministry. I didn't. I didn't feel like I needed that deep relationship. I didn't feel like deep relationship. I didn't feel like I needed that personal relationship. I thought the works was it. I was confused in that area. I thought the works was it, but this is, this is, it wasn't it. I learned that. 
And so we got to seek his face and we have to stay in tune with him. So he'll always settle us in his grace. I had to learn that I have to walk with him and talk with him. I had to learn that I had to sit still, not pouting. Come on, somebody. Not being, you know, in self Pity, licking my wounds, woe is me. I can't believe he said that to me that way. I can't believe she did this. I can't believe he did that. Instead of sitting there pondering what just happened to you, sit there and ponder with Christ and seek his face. Now, how do we know we've seeking his face? You're going to experience a lifting glory to God. You're going to experience a word from the Lord for you, just for you. And the first thing he does and what he does do, there's a level of correction when you seek in his face and there's a level of validation. He don't just come in and show you where you went wrong. He reminds you that you belong to him and that he chose you for such a time as this. And he validates you to the point to remind you that what you're doing, your life is in my hands. One of the things that he reminded me of, he told me one day, he said, I assigned you to him. He was talking about my husband. Don't get confused about the life you have with him. I know you want this, that, and the other, but this is ministry. This is an assignment from me. Walk with me, daughter. Talk with me because your ladder will be greater if you're obedient to the assignment, if you're faithful and committed to my word in the assignment. I don't know when the assignment is going to end. I pray his death do us part because I'm still in love with my husband. Praise God. I still adore him. I still look forward to seeing him every day coming back home to my husband. I enjoy watching God grow him in ministry. I'm loving every aspect of that. And I'm praying and staying before God, seeking his face, that I do not get out of step with God, that my movement is according to the spirit of God, that where I go, the spirit is with me, is unctioning me what to say, what to do, how to do it. Amen. Seek my face. Ah, when you said seek my face, my heart said to you, oh God, your face I will seek. Amen. I pray that that's helpful to somebody. If you're not hearing from God throughout the day, you're not seeking his face and you need to seek his face until you hear him speak to you. Amen. Not through a preacher. Come on, not through a minister, televangelist, but God, you'll hear God's voice for yourself. Thank you for tuning in today and spending time with me. And I pray something I said encourage you. And remember today and throughout every day to rejoice and be glad because God loves you.